0: Good evening, and if you're just tuning in, you are listening to 105.3 out of New Orleans, Louisiana, to United Public Radio Network, also known as UFO, Paranormal Radio Network, or the easy Ways is UPRN. I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin, a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Kashuk Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor. And you are listening to the Angel Rock. But if you want to watch the show live, we are live on our own TV channel on Roku. Now, we I don't have the code for you, so the easiest way to find it. You're going, if you have the Roku app, and signed in to the channel store. And then you're going to type in capitals letters UFO space P S Peter. Like you're going to type paranormal. And we will come up under, I believe it's UFO space paranormal, and I believe it's like a slash United Public. Oh, Kelly's here. Yes, you're the first one here, Kelly. Hey, so that's how you can find us. But better yet, if you want to join the conversation, like I just said hi to Kelly. And if you've been to the show before, you know, I make you all part of the conversation. Zachman, haven't seen you in a while. So the best place is to go. They're both the same name. UFO Public Radio. Sorry. That's so that's our regular name. You want to go to UFO Paranormal Radio Network on youtube or our facebook page and you can see the show there and i can see your comments now a little bit about my show if you haven't been here before i say I cover all cover uh aspects of the esoteric um the spirituality type stuff uh paranormal a little bit of truth seeking thrown in there but it always ends on a positive note and the guests that i have on from all walks of life and from whatever they're doing professionally or um extracurricularly they're making a positive change for humanity and today's guest is no different let me read his bio first i gotta get my glasses on because i'm blind without them (laughs) so his name is michael de blasi he's an intuitive reader medium counselor and facilitator for over 30 years and i've known him for a few years through our mutual wonderful friend lois t martin he channels messages from the other side and has assisted others with connecting to their loved ones, guides, and angels. He is an ordained interfaith minister. My mouth does not want to work tonight. (laughs) Reiki master teacher and spiritual life coach with a passion for helping others to connect to their inner wisdom.
1: Welcome, Michael.
0: Such an impressive bio.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's great to be here. And of course, I started when I was five years old, being that it was 30 years that I was into this. (laughs) Um, I
0: know. Well, Michael. Okay, so like I said, Michael and I met on our mutual friend. She had a show called I've Got Your Number on Blog Talk Radio. We've been a guest numerous times on it. It is now, um, I believe, taking a break. I'll put it at that right now. So she's off the air. We miss her. So Lois, if you hear this and Joanna, we miss you. Right, Michael?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the whole thing. It's just like, Hi, we get connected. we're getting connected. What's the same in the, all right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, Kelly. Thanks,
0: um, we, <laughs> I forgot to tell you before we went live, Michael, I, yeah. I involve everybody in the chat. So I try to if they've got questions, comments, can you see them? comments i, I, I see them popping up like, yeah, so
1: that's great yeah, so
0: if you see something and we're talking let me know and i'll pull it up and i'll try and you know sure. if there's questions or comments go ahead so you were saying yeah you've had yeah, this so you I noticed mean, it here about life
1: well you know for us you know like just like with us we have people that you know we get connected to and that's how we connect with the spirit realm you know it's it's almost you're tuning in and then you're you're putting out your channel or your station and then you pick up on all these these other um, energies. And that's what I've sort of dedicated my life to. It's not only tuning in and getting the messages, but teaching people how to get their own messages. I think it's super mm-hmm. important. But um, you know, I'll I'll tell you a little bit about how I how I do it now, and then we'll go back um to, to how it started. Um, I think that would be the best way to get to know me a little bit better. And for me, go for you it. Know, right now. You're, right now I'm in a, you know I, I teach and excuse me I, I, I always say I don't like to say that I teach. I, I always say that um, I'm not here to teach you, I'm here to love you and love will teach you. And when you really Ooh, think I like about that. it, yeah I, I love that that really resonated with me because I think it's really mm-hmm. powerful because we all have our own journey and I'm not the expert of you and you're not the expert of me, but I could assist you in connecting to your to your inner wisdom. So what I always mm-hmm. say is most great teachings bring you back to yourself. Okay, so again, it's getting in touch with yourself, but a lot of people don't like to do the work. You know, and I always, you know, this is the question I ask. When you're on your spiritual journey, I said, you know, you know you're know, you going through it and, you know, it's great to get answers. It's great to find out things. It's exciting. You know, I always remain curious, you know? Um, you know. So for me, I'm looking at it as, you know, am I involved in it or, you know, or am I committed to it? And the easiest way that I would, would say that the American breakfast is bacon and eggs. Okay, so if right. you think about the American breakfast, the chicken, what was you know, you know, was associated with it, but the pig was committed <laughs> because he gave his life for it. So it's no, about that's
0: true. Oh, that's
1: a terrible <laughs> you know? thing to say, but it's, true. it's a terrible thing to say. But but that's the easiest way that I could relay that to people. Um, right. For me, you know, and we've and I and everybody else has all been a different different you know, sections of that or different areas of that throughout their lives. And, you know, I like to help everyone and, you know, and, but I like to see where people are at. And a lot of times, sometimes people just want to be, you know, you know, I just want to be involved. I don't want to be committed. I'd rather you come and do a reading. And if I'm not doing readings at the time, I'll refer them to people like you or Kimber um, Angel Reader, you know, good people that we've connected with Lois T. Martin, all of these people that we've met through, through our careers. Um, so I think it's important it's important to ask yourself those questions. The other thing is taking responsibility. everybody when I first started getting my messages, they were like, oh your life must be great. the spirit guides and the angels tell you <laughs> I and say, I'm like I wish I mean, it was that we're, easy
0: we're floating on clouds and, we, and, we, and <laughs> we, we we poop rainbows and unicorns and not even <laughs> <so>
1: close <laughs> I wish I wish it was that easy and for me and this is what they've told me when I tuned in, they said we could bring you to the threshold of the doorway of your answers but it's up to you to walk through otherwise there would be no purpose for your life and it makes a lot of sense okay because this is you know this is about you and the evol- the evolution of your soul basically and i figured that everything that we do is towards the evolution of our soul whether it be in this this lifetime it's you know paying back karma from the last Last or previous life, or going f- forward into the future, am I going to reincarnate? <laughs> am I going to come back and do this again? And it's all mm-hmm. about you know where you fit in. Um, I'm taking my notes career, while
0: you're talking about things that are lighting up for me. So go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So no. That, so that. So that. So that's good. And the thing is, and that's what it is. It's about making people aware, okay, and about people empowering themselves. I even go for readings because a lot of times I'm hearing these things and I'm thinking, well, this sounds really great. You know, when the stuff that's bad, I'm always like, yeah, that's probably going to happen. But when it's something good, you're thinking, am I thinking this or am I wishing this? And then when you go to somebody else or and thank God I have really good friends that are intuitives and, you know, I'll just go to them and say, hey, you know, I was looking for a little help with this. And we, we, you know, we'll read for each other or we'll refer them to another another one of our friends that don't know anything or that's not closely related to the situation. And I think it's important. Um, you okay, know, so I want sure to stop
0: you that- there for a sec. So we don't get too far ahead on people here. I want to give a huge shout out. We got a ton of people here. We got Steve-O Hopkins. We've got Janie from Louisiana. I know Steve is from Canada. Please forgive me with your name, Golden Kozel, I believe they say hello, Kellyanne's here. Be free hello. books. Diane da Silva, an evolution of the soul. Amen. But you know what? Let's back up a little bit because you've said some you've cool. said so many things. I'm like, oh my god, I kick go away. I'm in New Yorker
1: by heart I could I, can, I and
0: I are like this off, off of the screen too. Like, what are we talking <laughs> We're just gonna have a quick talk on Friday. I think it was well over two hours, and it felt like 10 minutes. <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't
0: do anything so quick. Back, <laughs> okay, so let's back this up a little bit for people, because yes. um, what I believe, and I, I know from talking to you that you feel the same. We all are here, obviously, not by accident, and we chose to come mm-hmm. here at this specific time. And I think this is an important time. But I want to point out to people that because I think it sounds really elitist, not you the global people that put this out here, when we talk about our gifts and connecting to spirit and this and that, I believe everybody has those gifts. And for Absolutely. whatever reason, I always say, just like a professional athlete, a musician, singer, leader, whatever it may be, right? Some of us hang on to those gifts and we, they show up in childhood or even before that, we hang on to them all throughout our lives. But sometimes, you know, could could I, like, for example, Uh, I was a klutz always growing up. My mother, what did she used to call me? I think Lula and all kinds of names. And she was always angry at me because I was all arms and legs. I'm tall. And you know, I'd fall. But I would never played sports and I wanted to. So when I was 13, I decided I want to play basketball. Now I had to spend hours and hours and hours but I became pretty good at it I could have played in college I chose nursing instead so that's what I'm saying I'm making the a likening this with our spiritual gifts we all have these whether people want to call it a spiritual gift how many of you out there have said I'm just going to trust my gut Is that's your intuition, right? Personal space. That's your energy force field or your aura. It's just a matter of semantics and the name you call it. But let's go back to childhood for you. You have some really interesting stories you shared with me, and I'll let you be the the guide or the chooser of what stories you want to share. But I think people will resonate with this. And then for those maybe that have forgotten. These gifts that they probably had as a child. I've not met a kid that doesn't have them, especially preschooler type kids. You're younger. Um, how can we help them too?
1: Remember absolutely. Are. And as you can tell, I'm hyper. I'm very hyper. Mm-hmm. So as I'm hyper, people are like, well, how do you meditate? How do you tune in? And you know, it's great to sit there and meditate in your in your home. But the true sense of when you really connect is when you could be in the middle of chaos, and then reach that. That center of peace. And it takes, as you said, it takes a lot of practice. For me, I would get a lot of things in dreams or I would just have knowing. Yeah, but did and that
0: start when you were little? Like, how did you know you were well, connected with well, spirit?
1: When, when I little. was little, the earliest thing I could remember is then one of, one of my guides came back and said to me, You heard me in kindergarten. And I said, Really? <laughs> he goes, What happened on the first day of kindergarten? And when I think back, I remember my mother holding my hand and I went into the class. And I thought it was me speaking to myself. And it said, Perfect. don't look back or you want to go with your mother. So I went there and I'll never forget it was, it was these little animals and we were creating a zoo and you know, just playing. And I knew not to look. So I started to go to look for her and and I, and I thought it was me comforting myself, saying, Sing, don't worry, your mother'll be back at two o'clock. So, so I remember that clear as day so he's like mm-hmm. and so i'm looking at you know i'm saying to him what do you mean he goes why would you call your mother your mother instead of mommy or mom in the first mm-hmm. person it was somebody else again coming in and you were hearing a message from somebody outside of yourself so that was mm-hmm. the first real thing that i could check a box and say hey i really got something then so what happens is my background i went to college i you know and and most of my stuff was science-based you know, animal science, um, it's uh, biology and things like that. Mm -hmm. And for me, everything had to be proven. Okay. So what happens is I was always curious and I always felt like there was something else and I didn't know how to get there. So as I was going, you know, we lived in Brooklyn and then we moved to Long Island and it was around puberty. And when we moved to Long Island, um, our basement was haunted and I kept feeling and I would hear things Mm -hmm. and, And it was funny because I was really close with one of my sisters. Like they used to call us twins. She's probably on here, Sunday. How are you? (laughs) Um, And the thing is, is when we moved to that house, we we separated. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm going through puberty. I'm a boy. She's a girl. Maybe that's what happens. But it was weird. So it was sort of isolating us. So every time I went down the basement, I would say there were two spots that really felt, I, I would say in my mind, they were dirty. That's how I said said it to myself. So I would go down. I want a pinball machine. I'll never forget. And my brother, my older brother, used to work out down the basement. And he would have the old weights where they're clanking. And he would be blasting Kiss music. And then sometimes I'd come home from school. And I thought he was there. And I heard it. I would open the door. It'd be pitch black. And i hear somebody laughing. And I'm like, ooh, oh that's not good. So I'm like, I've okay. been there. <laughs> right, right. Like, oh. So, you know, and I'm trying to explain to my parents, you know, and then. My mother's like, stop doing that. You're scaring your sisters. You know, it's probably your imagination or you're hearing something. And, you know, they only mean well because they just want it to just go away. But what happened is, just make it go away. (laughs) And the more I pushed it away, the more it came back. And then what was happening was, so one day, and we all had our own chores. And this was my week to cook. So I'm cooking, and my sister comes home, she opens the basement door and she slams it shut. And she says to me, do you ever hear the, the pinball machine on the music on? She said, the basement is dirty. Just the same words. So I said, well, uh-huh. where is the basement dirty? She took me down to the two exact spots. It was this one little How closet old is
0: your sister, the one that said this? this time? I was maybe
1: 13 and she had to be like 11. You okay, know, so 13 between Yes.
0: Between, yeah. yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So we were like, and then it was just bizarre because... She took me to the two exact spots. The other spot was by this sink that we had in the laundry room, that was attached to a dry well. Which you know, they they always say that a lot of that stuff can be connected to the earth. So there was or times- underground
0: water. Even you could still Absolutely. probably have some underground water. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, things would happen, and you know, it just it just reminded me of another story. Um, so what happens is, I would see apparitions. I would see outlines. I would see shadows. And it would be weird it would come across and it would go to touch me and it was cool and it would i remember it looking at me like he could see me you know like they were in shock you know so then one day i was looking through pictures and i was looking through pictures and i could almost pick up their thoughts they they didn't understand why i was getting so emotional looking at photo like like a pa- a piece of paper something non you know non-human and they were talking. So what happened was, I started. I was. I would go to bed. I'd usually be the last one to bed. I'm. I'm a night person. So Me when too. I, go to bed. I think
0: most of us <laughs> in this field, for some reason, are.
1: <laughs> I start. I start. I start getting my my energy right around eleven o'clock at night. So with this, um, as I'm doing this, um, you know, I went to bed. Everybody's sleeping, and I heard the basement door shut, and I heard footsteps. So as I heard footsteps, I'm thinking, oh, my God, somebody's in this. And we had dogs. And I'm, I was kind of wondering why the dogs didn't react. They were scared because they would whimper. So because yeah, I always is, ask
0: people, do you have little kids or, or animals? And I, if they say yes to either one, what are they doing? Always Yeah, ask they them. were whimpering.
1: They were whimpering. They were crying. So I was like, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. So it was on different levels. So it went from the kitchen and then that went from like linoleum floor or tile floor to the rug. And then there was a foyer between all of our bedrooms and I Mm -hmm. saw the shadow. It went up to my parents' bedroom, but didn't go past the threshold. It went back to my sisters, my two sisters' bedroom. And then it, it floated right into my room. And it was like, like at the foot of my bed and it was looking at me like, Oh, because so I started to pray and i got nervous and all of a sudden i felt i see it reach out for me and it touched my leg and the hairs on my leg stood up so i screamed and everybody gets up and my phone's like no it was a bad dream da, 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 da. Of course, yeah. of course right okay mm-hmm. so then it would happen every night and then there was one then there was two and then there was three of them and they were chanting something it sounded native american and mm-hmm. so i'm thinking oh my god you know, maybe I am going crazy. I'm like, do crazy. People know they're crazy. You know, I'm thinking to myself. You know, yep. my
0: parents, you, you know, know just, so I, like, I always gonna... say to people as a nurse, though, right? If you ask yourself if you're crazy, that's probably yes. a pretty good. You're, you're pretty loose <laughs> You know what's going on. I
1: needed you then. <laughs> I needed you, Laura Lee. Then, so I was there, yeah. going okay, and I can't tell anyone. So because my father already thinks that I'm dreaming. So what happens is, it would happen, and they would they would stand at the foot of my bed, and and they would just look at me and they couldn't believe that I could see them. And they would talk to each other, but they would chant something. So mm-hmm. one time a bigger one came in and it frightened me. And I never forget, I started praying to God and this green light came and it circled me. And I and it circled in front of me and I felt pulled back. And I felt like I was being encased in clouds and I saw Mother Mary. It felt God. like she was pulling me back so like to protect me. So this is going on, right? And now I'm going from my teens. Now going to go to college. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Things are changing. So with this, me and my sister were watching TV one night, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not going to be the last one to go to bed." I said, "Why?" She goes, "Cause your friends from the basement are going to come visit you."
0: I said, "Why?" Oh, said, did you just mom? about faint when your sister so said like, that? To
1: you. Yeah, So I was like, "What?" So she goes, "How come they go in your room? They go up to mommies and dads. They go, they don't they don't come in. They go to ours." And she was, I pray, and they go away, and they go right into your room. So so she says, there's three of them. There's two guys and a girl, and they sing a funny song. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is crazy. How could she get Then this- you know the you're
0: not crazy because your yeah, sister's so I'm like, like, Thank experiencing you. it. Right?
1: <laughs> so this went on for a while, and I would see this man. And he appeared one day, and I thought I was getting electrocuted because I felt this energy. And oh, wow. I looked because – And I looked over and he was appearing and he looked off a bit like an undertaker. He had a very white face and a, and a dark mustache, but he kept looking at me like, don't you know who I am? Like he felt like, he felt like he was trying to say he was related to me. I'm like, I don't know who you are. You need to go away. So he went away. So things were going on. And then I started to dream. And so I'm in 10th grade, maybe. So I'm dreaming. And in the dream, I put my head down and I hear a little boy crying down the basement And in our real basement, in real life, we had two rooms. It was the finished side. And then it was the unfinished side, which was the laundry room. So the little boy's crying. I go downstairs in the dream. And it's all earth. It's all like dirt. The walls are dirt, everything. And there was three rooms. And in the middle room was this little Native American boy on this pile of, it looked like rubble. And he was shaking something, saying, give me back. I thought he was saying, give me back my penny. And I'm like, I don't have your penny." I remember so I'm you like, telling
0: me this story. This is a cool story, guys. <laughs> so
1: with this, so with this, I go back in the dream and I'm doing my homework in the dream and he's crying again. So I get scared and I run outside. And when I run outside, I I mean I lived in suburbia. It was I saw tumbleweed and then I saw a cornfield. And then I went out my front gate and it was an old gate and I went to the street and I said, well, let me look at the street sign. I lived on Vermont street and it said B-R-E-S-L-A-U. I'm like, I don't know what that means. And then it changed. It said B-R-E-S-L-O-W. And then I, I woke up. So one of my friends, uh, Brian, his mom was going to a dream analysis class. And back then, you know, we didn't have computers or cell phones, you know, That's right. we, I wrote everything out and I said, could I said, "Could you ask the teacher what this dream means?" So he comes back, and the, te- the teacher told the mother that wasn't a dream; it was a spirit guide trying a spirit trying to get a message to you. And if you want to know about it, call her. So, of course, I'm not going to call in the kitchen where the kitchen phone is. I go hiding in my father's and mother's bedroom so I could call so nobody thinks I'm a nut. So I go and I start. So talking. you called
0: like the dream analysis person.
1: Yeah, the teacher. I thought
0: I thought you were meaning like you were when you said call her. I'm thinking how's he going to call his spirit guide? I'm sorry. But
1: but he gave me the phone number for her and say, say, you know, she was call me. But you're hiding
0: um, because your family, you know, the adults in the home. Yeah.
1: Yes. I'm crazy about a lot of other things, but that's not one of them. So with this, (laughs) so with this, um, in between those rooms, we had French doors. So I'm there and the woman says to me, my spirit guide is saying that, you know, were you digging in your yard? And I said, no. And she said, my spirit guide is saying you are." So I said, oh, my God, I was digging in the garden. So she goes, well, did you take anything? And I said, no. And she says, they're saying that you took something. With this, my sister runs into the room. She's like, who the hell are you speaking to on the phone? She goes, the doors down the basement are banging. So I'm like, oh, so oh I'm like, God, you need it? to help me. So she says, whatever you took. And I said, you know what I did? I was digging in the garden and I found it was like an old button. And it was had like rhinestones in it. And, and you know, back then you think, well, maybe it's diamonds. Let me keep it. So I, I yeah maybe it's an antique, you know, maybe this is where I'm going to be rich. So with this, she said, whatever you do, go find it and put it back. I said, well, I don't know exactly where I put it. She says, when you get it, go to where your heart brings you. Again, the heart, right? So I'm like, wow, with this, I find it and it's in a mason jar. And that's what the little boy was shaking in the dream. But it gets even better than that. Um, and I, again, I put it away. I'm in social studies. And he said, does anybody know what Lindenhurst was called before? It was called Lindenhurst. And I, I didn't know. I was from Brooklyn. <laughs> he writes on the board, B-R-E-S-L-A-U, Breslau. And that was the name of that. It was a little Germany. And it was it was made little. So back then, we didn't have home computers. I went to the library and I looked it up. And when I looked where my house was when it was Breslau, it said cornfields and Indian barrow ground. So I'm like, that's it. I do not need anything else. That was my proof. And so I'm telling my mother this. We're in the kitchen. I said, I don't care what you say. I know it sounds crazy, but I have my proof. You don't want to believe it. I believe it. With this, the water goes on full blast in the kitchen. Like it it just starts coming out. Right? So (laughs) so my mother looks at me. She goes, go shut off that water. I said, no, you shut it. She goes, I'm scared. She goes, call your father. And, you know, so. (laughs) That was so it was really kind of funny because, you know, and the funniest part about this, my mom was very intuitive growing up. She just thought it was an intuition or she'd say to me, how come it's always something bad? And I said, well, because it's urgent. And the fact that they've been trying to warn you and you've been sort of, you know, brushing it off. Now it's urgent and you have to do something or something bad is going to happen. So, Mm -hmm. um so then I said, you have to listen to that. When you get those feelings, you have to act on them. And that's the message for everyone. When you get those feelings there for a reason, they're there to help you. They're there to protect you. And the other thing is, and the message that they're telling me right now to say is, if you don't ask, we can't help you. We can't do it for you, but you need to ask.
0: Yeah, you have to ask. But there's something I want to point out really, a few things here. First of all, I know many people as well as myself. Now, what I've, find for myself and everybody's experiences individual what happens to me if i don't heed the advice i have i got one of my guides i call the naggy spirit Gu- spirit guide very lovingly of course but they just keep yeah. repeating it over and over and over and over and then they'll do it again and then they'll come up in a dream they'll just keep repeating repeating because it's important i need to follow what they're saying now is anything you know lightning bolt going to come down and strike me down from heaven well, it hasn't yet. I'll say, but um, what I'll usually find out is that if I don't heed it, I've learned. I, I pay attention now. But in the beginning, you learn that. Oh, yeah, this is why I was supposed to do that. Because look at what's happened. So we're not trying to scare people that if you, you know, you're hearing your guides or connecting and you don't Correct. listen, like nothing. The is going to happen, but they're here to guide us they're here to they're here to see us succeed for why the reason why we came down to this planet in the first place. Second of all, I think it's so important. And I'm hoping Michael will get into this too, is that when you are awakening, however, that may happen, you may have spirits appearing to you. And, you know, like every single person I have talked to that has these type of gifts, I never told my family because my mother makes fun of people that do what we do and um so it would never have been accepted except that it was on my dad's side my grandmother knew when she was good french canadian catholic family no birth control 17 kids apparently the woman god lover was pregnant every year for 25 years don't ask me how because she didn't have tv (laughs) what's that
1: you didn't have tv (laughs) That's true,
0: (laughs) but 17 kids in this little tiny house still standing. She knew the minute that her third eldest son had died. My dad was sort of to the middle end, like he was in those tween years, and he's told me that story. So the important thing is, though, when you're awakening, I think, is to find mentors to work with who have experience, people like Michael. I've had experience. I always tell people when they choose to work with me, I highly encourage you to seek other people that you resonate with because you know what? It's just from my perspective and my experience, Michael's perspective and experiences are different. There's a million different people I could tell you that do this type of work, but that's why I feel it's a more holistic, well-rounded education if you will and it never stops i think we are always learning. go yeah. ahead michael so how did what did you do with
1: this once well, you realized okay. it was there well that was this was good too and i just saw i saw ginger anthony and damon thank you for being on here i saw your we you got so
0: up. many people here guys so if you we're just chatting a bit so if yeah. you've got questions comments we're trying to see these here I, for you
1: yeah, hiding in the spiritual closet i see it again it took me to your late 40s to tell your mom mm-hmm. and the thing is you know so Automatically, there's fear around it because I was raised Catholic. And me too. Catholicism is, is my foundation. So I use that. Um, I don't believe everything that the Catholic Church has to offer. I take what, what I resonate with. And then that's where spirituality brought me further. I've never been closer to Jesus and ascended masses since I've done, you know, connected spiritually. But the thing is, and this is what I tell everyone. So I had that fear going in there. And I'm glad that you sort of um, address the fact that just because you're not listening, something terrible is not going to happen, but they are there to warn you or to guide you to make your life a little bit easier. You know, when you're open. You said something Uh,
0: important, Michael, and I, and I cut in there and I apologize, but you, um, you had said, if we don't ask, they can't ask Yes.
1: Yeah. If And again, they're there to assist us, not do it for us. And it goes back to, you know, again, they're not going to they're not going to do all these things for you or it's not going to be like oh okay i'm going to follow everything they say or everything that the medium says or everything that the psychic said no, and my life is going to be, be perfect that's not how it works because there would be no purpose in your life and your life is unfolding and it's i always look at it as you know they, they say like it's a layer of onion skin and just when you think that you've learned something it may come up or show up in a different area of your life so what happens is Normally, when you're triggered by something, there's usually a deeper root to that, which has to do with some kind of fear. Because we, there's two things: it's either fear or love. That's what we act out of. Okay, and the thing is, anger, you know, comes from fear: fear of losing control, fear of not being in control. Um, and you know, when you're in that loving state, everything seems to, to jive. But the thing before I forget it about, um, I want to just touch on the, the the fact about people having protection and asking for protection and protection for me may be different than it is for Laura Lee and may be different for you. Protection is something that you do to protect yourself, um, that you connect with. And the thing is for me, I was raised in the Catholic religion. Sometimes it was rosaries. It's St. Benedict, uh, Benedict's medals. It could be, um, some crystals and stones i'll it share could, when you're
0: finished i'll share yeah. what i do because yeah. too and i cover good.
1: myself in lights i've had experiences and i've had experiences with jesus when he came to me and i really thought i was losing it um and
0: we taught i know quite a few people though that have had these wonderful experiences with jesus yeah. and,
1: and the thing is so i was questioning all this and the reason that made me sort of step out and say you know what I really want to pursue this. And and I remember asking, I went to a psychic and she, everything, she told me everything was great, but I had a curse on me. And for $200, she was going to rub me with an egg or a coconut and take it away. I said, a lot of it. I said, I don't know. I said, first of all, I've been living with this what I didn't even know about it. And I said, and I didn't even have the $200 to give her. And I said, so I remember stepping out of her, of, of her, her place. And I remember looking up at the sky. I said, God, if this is real, please help me. Help me to know so that I can not only help myself but to help other people. Because the fact is, you know, people like that are taking advantage of people's fears and 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 actually causing them more harm than good. So, with this, so I started taking psychic development classes. Unfortunately, I was attracted and I actually had teachers, they were from Uruguay, and they were doing black oh, magic in the background. Mm-hmm. so what happens is. Uh, and I thank God for my faith and my connection with my guides. And I actually, they taught us techniques that I, still, that I use, and that, that were very valid. So you, you get that trust, like, oh, my God, this is connecting me. And they would say to me, God bless you, Michael. I would, they would say it. I would feel dirty. And I'm thinking, they said, i never seen anyone walk this earth that has so much light. And the way they would do it, it would go through me and feel bad it would feel dirty, like you want to take a shower. And I'm thinking, that's really weird. So when I started to develop my guides, they would give me messages and the one was coming through and he kept talking about hollow And I'm thinking, oh my God, this hollow wind's going to come and it's going to be so great. And it's going to give me all my answers. And he's like, no, you're not getting it. Hollow winds is when people speak and they don't mean what they say. And because I kept getting pictures, when I would look at them, I would close my eyes when I would go to meditate and I would see them like killing a chicken or a pigeon or something. And I saw them all dressed in in, in like this garb that I'm not used to seeing them. And I'm thinking, why am I thinking? And then it all came out because it all came out in the fact of, and this is my true belief, just like when you meet somebody in the in the physical realm, they're going to always put their best foot forward. But at some point, you're going to make that discernment is this really who they are or are they trying to trick me? And darkness and negativity cannot stay in the light too long. It, it You know, it just can't. So they'll reveal themselves. I'm going themselves.
0: to stop you there for a sec because you've said some important things. Um, one of the things, okay, about protection. Of the, I've said this to Michael. I've said it to many of you on here. I know um, many people on here are probably listening. I've sent you th- these videos. I don't have a big YouTube channel. I'm not trying to promote my YouTube channel. But I have two videos on there I share a lot and one is called how to create a love shield, especially if you feel you're empathic. We hear many people saying it's a curse. I can't go into a public place. I can't. I look at it as a superpower because once you learn how to work with it and manage it, you know, when people are lying to you, you're not always going to be a hundred percent correct either. By the time, if somebody tells you that they are a hundred percent, everything they're telling you, this is it. I always say run because we're all human <laughs> beings okay we make mistakes but with the love shield i tell everybody it takes longer to walk or sorry to watch than it does to do and the reason why is i try and walk you through so you can co-create as i'm showing you how to do it and again this is for people that it resonates with it may not And that's okay too. But the reason why I chose love is love is one of the most powerful, incredible emotions I feel that we have as human beings. And I don't want to come from a place of fear. When you hear people shielding themselves, like our energetic protection is a better word, Um, you're coming from a place of love, right? And I walk you through, everybody knows what the emotion of love is, regardless of whether how you know what you know and then i walk you through something that you can create that will work for you so when you close the video and you try and remember what you watched and you go what was step five then what'd she say you'll know the other one is how to ground and grid i think it's so important as human beings and we are not taught this michael said something earlier that was so powerful too I come from a science background. I have a Bachelor of Science in Nursing, right? And so I questioned everything too. And I always wanted to bring it back to science, especially in the beginning. And when you know like attracts like energy on this planet. And so we also know we're in kind of a duality on this earth. So you're going to have hot and cold, light and dark, whatever, right? So it's not just these beautiful light beings that can see you or ascended masters or what have you, right? There is dark energies out there that can also see you. So that's why it's important to get a handle on this. I know, Mike. I hear Michael. Michael's thoughts are going a mile a minute. I can literally hear you <laughs> so jump in there, Michael.
1: <laughs> well, again, and you know, and that is perfect because you know when I told you I that apologize. time I saw no no this is awesome because somebody's
0: saying you're breaking up guys i apologize if oh. it does i'm close i have a wi-fi extender i keep moving it up if i have to i'll have to go kick my partner dell out from downstairs <laughs> but even across from the, the router and we're getting snow i think that's probably why but go ahead michael oh.
1: so so the other thing is when i told you that i saw jesus actually i was going to work and i was late and i was running through i was doing a shortcut and through my peripheral vision. I saw this man walking towards me and he was shorter than I expected, darker than I expected. And his face was angular and he had a robe and he was walking and he stops and he looks at me. He says, do you not know who I am? And I said, Oh my God, it's Jesus. And when I said that he smiled and this light came over me. So he turns around and he says to me, when people come to hear you speak, I'm like, who's going to hear me speak? My parents think I'm crazy. He said, listen to the message. He said, when people come to hear you speak, tell them that I don't ask them to follow me. I ask them to follow the light because the light is the truth. And we all have our own light that burns for the eternal light that we all burn for. And then he disappeared. Three weeks later, I'm speaking in over 300 people at a borders book telling that exact story. And and what happens was, as I built up to that, I would go with other spiritual groups and we would go pray for people. Um, but negative stuff started coming to me. So there was a very, uh, a Daniel Ackner. he's a, uh, he's a well-known psychic on Long Island. And I'll never forget, he looked at me. And so he says, he says, I said, can I ask you a question? He says, what? I said, if we're doing such good work, how come negative things are coming? Is this bad? So like people are saying, he said, where the light is the brightest, the darkest shadows are cast. And I'll ne- I I mean, I could hear him saying it. And he goes, what better win for negativity than to get a light that is so bright as yours? And he mm-hmm. said, there are going to be tests for you. And you have to know how to protect yourself. And again, I was already learning about protection. And the protection, um, for me, I protect myself with lights. And mm-hmm. you could do it in a bubble of light. You can do it in a py- I do it in pyramids because my mind goes crazy. I'm like, did I cover myself fully? So I know with the, with the pyramid, it's a point at the top, walls on each side and a floor on the bottom. And then I breathe it, breathe in the light. So I start off with the, with the golden light and the golden light, I was told is protection. Okay. It's protection. Thank
0: you for sharing this. This is important. And I'll tell you why afterwards, but thank you for sharing this particular You're type welcome. of light. mm mm-hmm.
1: And, and then the next light is, um, is a white light. And then you picture it going everywhere that the golden light has gone. And that's the white light of healing, love and healing. And what that does is when we're sick, we're out of balance. It makes diseases at ease. It puts us back into balance, just like what a lot with Reiki and all the other medicines, the not traditional medicine. Um, it goes about balance. So you do that. And then you picture breathing it in. Then, so those come from the top, right? Then you picture from the center of the earth, you picture a beautiful ball of violet energy coming under your feet from the center of the earth, and you feel it go around you and go everywhere that the other pyramids were. So you almost form like a you know, like a, a Jewish star or a Merkaba almost. And the violet light is transmutation and transformation. Any patterns that you set up for yourself, either physically, spiritually, or emotionally that are no longer working for you, will be dissolved so that you could set up patterns that will help you on your journey and it lightens your load. I've done that. It's been amazing just doing that. Um, and I told I, I I let Laura Lee know a story of when actually I was going around with churches and stuff and then praying for people and what happened is I would be like, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm so protected. I'm in the light and da, 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 da. And that same basement, what was happening, I was, I remember going downstairs to go get something. And in the old basements, they had the fluorescent light. So you had to click the light on it. It took a few seconds to go on. Yeah. So I look across and it looked like what I would call the devil. I saw horns, like like, it looked like goat horns almost. And it said, who do you think you are trying to, um, pray over people like a little white priest He goes, I'm coming to kill you. And I was mm-hmm. like, so I, you know, first I was like, at first I'm like, is, am I seeing what I'm seeing? So I said, well, mm-hmm. you can't touch me. I come in God's light of love and protection. And I'm putting the And he goes, I really hope you believe that because I'm coming to kill you. And mm-hmm. he starts to fly. I mean, he was coming at me and I could yeah. feel this fear. And when I felt the fear, the lights dropped. And then I said, but wait a minute. I really believe in this. I live this. And the lights got stronger and brighter than I've ever seen. And as soon as it hit, the thing went up, like it disappeared. And I heard this voice say, where there is light, there is no longer darkness. And you, my child are a light. And wherever you walk, there will no longer be darkness. From that point on, I felt protected. And I'm saying this, not because I'm special. Everyone, that's for everyone. You're all lights. And wherever you walk, there will no longer be darkness. You got to remember that because what I believe negativity or that fear, what it does, it tries to isolate us, make us feel alone and that we have no hope. And it
0: feeds it, it feeds the negativity. Like I have a son with severe autism, as many of you know if you follow the show. Now, I was able to teach that love shield to my son and he is very intelligent but he's very much like having a precocious five to seven year old really he is Mm -hmm. now he still remembers every night this was back in our previous home and he always says i put the bubble up mom i put the bubble up so for him working with him with appropriate language he's created a bubble and he knows that how powerful that bubble is, that he can put it around himself, he can put it around his family, he can put it around his house, he can put that bubble anywhere. Now, that's just a proverbial bubble, you can create whatever you want. Another one of my family members never shared with me till years later, I taught them this as a child. For them, they chose angel wings. So for them, they wrapped oh, wow. themselves in uh, energetic embrace, if you will, like angel wings. So the thing is, and I think spirit gave me this and it's what we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality. So when you were talking about the curse, for example, um, I had people when I was looking for answers years ago, for those of you new to the show, um, how I actually reawakened to my guests was through, I always say I wouldn't wish our experience that we went through paranormally on a blade of grass, not that I'm any better than a blade of grass, but my point is, is that would I be what I'm doing today or what, where I am now and what I'm doing today? No, but it was a pretty scary thing. Um, My partner mention him, give his show a plug. He is on actually after me. I have a second show on Thursday nights with my co-host David Hansel. New show called "The Thing at the Foot of the Bed," talking about many things. Michael and I are talking about tonight actually. So Dal, his name is, and his is called "The Delicious Recipe," not a cooking show. <laughs> Talks about many of these things, truth seeking and things like that. Um, he was thrown 15 feet across the kitchen, and we were. Tra- and um, he didn't even tell me for two days because both of him and uh, him and I are nighthawks. He got up in the middle of the night to make a sandwich. I guess he said he was bending down in front of the fridge in our old house. And um, all of a sudden, he goes flying kitty corner into the countertops over in the kitchen. Well, he's still skeptic to this day. He's got to debunk it six ways to Sunday. So he's out there with his voltmeter checking all the wires. And he finally had to admit with everything else that was going on. And we have many pictures. I'm actually writing a book about this. But we are on the... Travel Channel's um, show Paranormal Survivor Season 4, Episode 9, and it's called Demonic Hauntings. And speaking of dreams, Michael, I was raised Roman Catholic. I know you know this. I shared some of this. But for our newer people that are here, um, mine started with a dream 16 years ago that happened like it was 10 minutes ago. And there was a tree in my front yard at the old house. And the man there was a man in my front tree. And basically, he told me he was a demon, told me his name, told me how to spell it and told me his animal form and of course he tried to get me to follow him and in the dream I I told Michael what I said but I can't say it on the air here but believe me in no uncertain terms was I following him anyways all heck did break loose and about five six years later when I was helping people with their own paranormal stuff there I find the name I'd been given exact spelling. I've been, like I said, raised Roman Catholic, gone to Roman Catholic school for to church every Sunday. I'd never heard this name before. So it's not like I could have made it up. And that to see it on paper in front of me, the whole point is, and, and I think what I'd love to talk about, Michael, is many of the things you've shared here, and I'm so glad you have, it's to empower people to understand that we are not helpless. Like you're talking about the slight and within us, like you said, this isn't just because I'm so special. This is for everyone. Go Absolutely. ahead, because I, literally, I yeah. swear to God, I can hear Michael's thoughts tonight, just going like <laughs> <laughs> super fast. But,
1: but you're you're so on point, and and that's and that's the thing. You know, Um, I'm not special. You know, I'm not more special than you. You're not more special than me. We no. all came here. I, you know what? I look I look at at each of us as a piece of God, and together we're more of God's love and light. And the way. It and when we gather and it says it in the bible when we gather when two what was it two or three gather you know i will be there and it's because it amplifies that and remember wherever there is light there is no longer darkness darkness cannot sustain anything in the light and i saw my my sister sunday actually put put up that she remembers that yep you know yeah. and um and the thing is is that you know you know is it easy it could be, but it's, it, it's, actually, it's, you know, you have to walk through your fear and it's about having courage and courage is not, you know, the lack of fear. It's having that fear and walking through it anyway. And the reason, the, why I did it was not only for me, but to help other people. And when you're coming from a service sense, that's what God wants. We're all here to serve each other and serve, ser, you know, serve, you know, serve heaven, you know, but we're here to serve each other. If we're a piece of heaven, each of us, or a piece of God, you know. We we you know we forget that sometimes when we're so busy arguing or trying to be right, we forget that you know we're one and that light and that and it's all about picturing what works for you. Um, some people like like okay, I have those lights. Another thing I would go. It was so funny. I would get a lot of these things from spirit. But people are like, well, why do you go to classes? I go to classes because. By no means do I think my way is the only way. And I said, well, what happens somebody comes to me and my way is not working? I want to have an alternative for them. Like, well, maybe try this, you know, or this is what I tried and it worked for me. Um, So that, you know, it's not like, you know, my way or the highway. It's, you know, it's like, let's try what works for you. And the thing is, when you do that, another, another light that I want to share with you is a pink light. Picture yourself in a pink angelic light. The pink light filters out negativity and allows good things to come through. Because a lot of times, too, as people, what they picture is when they put that shield up, they're blocking everything out. So when you put that pink light, it sort of allows the good stuff to come through and filter out the bad stuff. And I've worked with that. Um Sometimes I'll use
0: a rainbow. Sometimes I'll use a rainbow. And if I'm going in, because that way I leave it up to whatever the situation is, it's it's covered. Absolutely. The other thing yes, I will
1: that's do. So true. Yes, I well, like that. I was going to add,
0: Yeah, because I let you know what I I figure I'm covered and whatever is necessary is there. The other thing and I've had people sometimes give me a hard time about this because you never know with mirrors and blah, blah, blah. But what I will do if I know I'm going to be going into a situation and we've all been there where we know we might be going into a really toxic situation. Maybe it's sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's something you can't avoid could be work. So what I will do is with this love shield like we've got a rainbow right covering me but on the outside i put a mirror 360 degrees around me and with the intention that if something is sent that isn't meant for my highest good or in love that it just bounces right off and it's returned to sender but when it's returned to sender there is no malice there is no anger there is no hatred but i do send them love Because people that do things like that hurt people, hurt people. They do. And so I feel they probably need love if they're going to be sending stuff like, same as a lot of the sayings we have. I think we talked about this on Friday night a little bit, Michael. I'm positive it was you. Like, you know, when people say, stab you in the back or watch your back or I, you know, I can feel it in my gut. A lot of these sayings that we have, and I can only speak for English because that's my main language, there, there is a spiritual, energetic, you know, equal thing that equates to it i believe
1: yeah oh, oh, absolutely and the thing is and 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 you're so right because and you also have to be careful about what and you're saying because our thoughts and our words are very strong and, it and brings emotions things, it brings things into the physical realm just like it was funny because i lived in dc My for a church. while and, and when i was um you know when i was going you know, going around, they would have different art exhibits in the street and I would be like a nut. I'd be sitting there just staring at it and I would be so absorbed. And one day I was walking and as right before I got up, the spirit said to me, the reason that you feel so connected with it, because you're connecting with a piece of that artist's soul, because they took something from the esoteric realm, from the soul realm, and they brought it into the physical realm. So when you connect with a piece of art, a piece of music, um, you know, even energy of another person, you're connecting with their soul, and you vibrate in the same energy, or it feels familiar, or it feels good, um, you know. So again, a, another thing I use, I use stones. You know, sometimes I'll I'll use stones. I'll even use I have these their hearts. Okay, um, I also have rose quartz hearts. When I was a manager, I would bring a rose quartz heart, and I would keep it in my pocket. You know, I'm there to do a job, but I always remember that I have people's lives in my hands. And because I'm their boss, you know, I'm the supervisor, um, what I say could affect their lives. And I always try to keep that in remember and it grounds me. And if things got tense, I would always stick my hand in my pocket. And once I felt that stone, I'd be like, Okay, Michael, let's get off that track and let's, you know, be reminded you know, why we're really here. This is the bigger picture. Okay. I
0: I agree with you. And my gosh, I hope people are resonating with this. It sounds like the comments, but I wanted to stop because Kellyanne, we see your question, but I Mm -hmm. want to share one thing. And I I knew I remembered it when we were, I was listening and you were talking about the lady with the, Curse and Zach had a really good comment. He said that $200, they better have given you the lottery number, winning lottery numbers. Zach's got a great, well, everybody in here has a great sense of humor, but he's usually comes up with these one liners that I wanted to share something that happened. I think it was after I talked to you on Friday night. Um, most of us that have groups, I have two groups on Facebook Paranormal University for many of the ghostier type things, and then the Angel Rocker Tribe for many things Michael and I are also talking about tonight. And I've made a point of posting and trying to tell people people because your phone will blow up if you belong to a bunch of groups and the chats are there right like to tell them how to mute the notifications we want you here so please don't leave i mean if you're gonna leave you're gonna leave but i don't want you to leave because your phone's blowing up from notifications but i also have some rules for the groups and one of them is especially in the paranormal group is, you know, they say at a party, three topics you never talk about, right? Money, religion, and politics. And somebody posted an article about this woman that practiced witchcraft, it was called, or um, whatever it was. And now she'd become a devout, born-again Christian. Nothing wrong with that. But you know what? There's people from all walks of life in the group and all different practices and beliefs. So I mentioned that and I said, we just try not to go there with this. And she got very angry. There's a reason why I'm sharing this. She got very angry and said, well, what kind of paranormal group is this? It's definitely not one. And she said, I'm leaving. Okay, fine. And then I was sitting in the kitchen about a half hour later, and my German shepherd started going crazy, sniffing all around the ground, like I could hear a doll going, what is wrong with you? And all of a sudden behind my ear, I hear like this, like this giant snap behind my ear. And I went, you got to be kidding me. And so I, I just said out loud, not my first rodeo, dealt with the energy. Now, do I think she sent me something on purpose? No. I just think she was very angry (laughs) and probably maybe God knows what was going through her mind because everything is energy. Remember, right? Energy collectively can create things. It really can. So by negating it with the light, like you're talking about with love and what have you, it was over and done with in about 20 minutes. But had I bought into that and thought it was something Really negative and started to come from a fearful place. And oh my God, like maybe it's a curse. And do you see where I'm going with this? The collective and energy. And it, I'm not saying you the same story this.
1: Pardon? You bring it more in. Then you, it's sort of like you're feeding yes. that and you're bringing more, and that that gives it growing. And I think that also helps answer Kelly Kelly Ann's question: Why don't they come back? Is because once you show that you're you're empowered and you stand in your light, they they can they can't harm you, and they know they know that that because the negativity of why don't they I think she's asking
0: up. why um why they came to see you but never came back maybe the negative I don't know if she was talking about the negative did I misunderstand or is that maybe that's what you were saying because I that was a question a while back I think when you were talking but I don't know if it was yes. about your guides or if she yes. was talking about I, I I'm not sure so Kellyanne if you're still there can you just clarify for us how did you take it Michael
1: I took it as like um but why they never come back? And I, I look at it as they don't come back. Like you know, once once they're banished, they don't come back because you're standing in that light. And when you, re- yeah, she said yes. When you resonate in that in that light, and that's again talking about resonating at a higher vibration. Um, negativity or those lower vibrations cannot be around that. Um, you know, like impacts
0: like energy.
1: Yep. Thank you. Um, the other
0: thing that I'm hearing from our guys, yep. Michael. Because people that are new at this, this basically, and I'm not trying to make it sound bad. Maybe you'll say it better than I I can, but it's not something that we just do once, like with energy practice or connecting, like it becomes kind of a lifestyle and part of who you are and you may grow and evolve. There may be people that'll say, I don't like you anymore because you're not quite the same person as you used to be. You know what? I'm not being very blunt here. People usually don't say it that way, but have you yeah. got anything to add on that michael because a lot of people yeah. i've met like that are new to this think they only got to do it once
1: yeah no and the other thing i see Sh- uh, shannon's question in green light usually that means healing usually for me green light it also could be a loving energy a heart energy so um green light is also good also um archangel Raphael comes through on a green light too and that's i know why I'm
0: shannon's saying. using green because shannon shannon you. Said it in public. <laughs> no she's a nurse That's why. <laughs> But, Archangel okay. Raphael makes a lot of sense, right? Why you be Yes, uh, Raphael.
1: Absolutely. But again, it's not a one and done. Like I said, you know, just like, you know, when we go through our lives, like, I believe that Aww. there's lessons that we have, that we have. And if, and we have to make sure that we learn them and it may not be presented you, to you in the same exact way. It may be presented in another area of your life to see if you really got that message. These messages. Okay. So,
0: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Like show up I, I got a delay here, guys. You guys know if you've been to my show before. So I apologize. Continue, mm-hmm. Michael.
1: Yeah, no, like, my thing is, is if, you know, if it keeps showing up, that means you're really not getting the message or the gift in it. You know, I believe that everything happens to us for for a reason. It happens for us, not to us. And the thing is, okay.
0: So Oh, sorry, I was just going to add this. That's sorry, it keeps oh. clearing up me here. Um, Kellyanne says, no, it's when P- I guess they pass away, they come to visit, but they never come back again. I think she's
1: referring possibly oh, okay. to, to loved ones. To loved ones? Well, a lot of times too, is they just want to make that connection say, no, I'm okay, because just like we have things to do on this realm, in this realm, they have things to do on in that realm. And mm-hmm. the thing is, they're just checking in to say, hey, I'm okay, because you might be worrying about them or you may be thinking about them. And also to show that love never dies. It just changes form. You know, it's like we're all energy and it's been proven scientifically. Energy is neither created or destroyed. It just changes form, you know? Can and I add one all- thing
0: too, Michael? What yeah. I want to add is... A lot of times, our loved ones, okay, and I don't want to make it sound um, that it's any fault of anyone's because it's not, because grief is a normal emotion that we go through. There is no timetable as human beings, but it naturally lowers our energetic vibration. And our loved ones, especially as they cross over and go to the other side, they're at a very high vibration. So sometimes it's hard to make that connection. So you may get them once just letting you know, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm happy, I'm at peace but a lot of times they do visit us in our sleep as well that's the easiest way if they can make that connection they'll leave a sign so always say to people pay attention to everything around you if you hear a song that comes on when you're thinking of your loved one and it's got words that like holy crap they could have just said that to me guess what they did you see numbers around you you see things so if they can't actually visit okay because maybe of where somebody is at an emotional state not always but sometimes they leave you signs, they leave you messages from the other side. Go ahead, Michael, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, but but it's so true. And the fact of it is, is that, you know, and this is the other thing that I noticed, when high vibrational spirits come through, there is no emotion. You feel love, but you become that love. It's not like an emotion. I believe emotions sort of are like the static electricity within the connection. And that's the way I look at it, is that when you have heavy emotions, that's why a lot of times when people are grieving and deep in grieving, they won't be able to reach their loved ones, is because those emotions are creating that static where even if they're coming to you, you won't you won't be able to, to get a clear message for them because you're you're in that energy. Um, a lot of times too, with dreaming, you know, I believe in a dream state, one psychologically we tell ourselves, well, this is okay, it's only a dream. Two is in a dream state. Our vibration lifts and they lower theirs and we meet on that plane. It's just like, and this is what I tell people, because people are like, oh, you know, do you need a, do you need a candle or do you need a crystal ball or whatever? I said, those are focal tools. And I said, I always tell people, look, when you're reading a book, you ever read a book and then you get all of a sudden something startles you in the room and then you realize that you sort of zoned out, you know, and you didn't remember what you read because you're focusing so intently on those words that you're having a shift of consciousness. That's exactly how we as mediums and psychics go into that realm. I think that's the easiest way to tell a layman who's never done it because we've all been there or you're driving home all of a sudden you blink and you're like, Oh my God, I'm home. How Mm -hmm. did I get here? Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's Mm -hmm. all about that. And you're protected, you know, for some strange reason, like you knew all the terms and you weren't conscious of it, but it's a shifting and, you know, at first I used to be like, wow, you know, this is really kind of wild. I started doing it because my parents would send me to bed and they used to have these ceiling tiles with these little dots on them. And I used to stare at them because I was bored. Okay. And again, I'm a night person. So I'm sitting there, everybody's sleeping and I'm looking like, oh my God, you know, I can't go to sleep and I would tune out. And that's when the messages started coming, you know? So I was actually training my m- myself to sort of, you know have that focus without having it. And it's great when you're in a quiet space, but how do you do it when chaos hits? And that's the real test. It's easy to do it when everything is going well. When you're in the middle of that storm and you become the quiet in that storm, that is so powerful. And because I believe a lot of that negative energy, like again, when you're upset, when you're angry, when you're worried, you feel drained because that's not who we are. We're unconditional love. And we're in that peaceful, loving state. That's what feeds us. So it's about trying to create that equilibrium again. I teach people to rub their hands together, opening up their hands to the, the, shoulders and the hands, giving the energy, and then giving it to your heart, closing your eyes and taking a deep breath in through your nose and releasing it. I do that three times. And it just automatically set, settles you back into your energy. It's almost like there's a force going around you into the earth, grounding you, and also bringing in positive energy and sort of balancing you and even going out in nature i i go out in nature and again i've been attracting things my sister said oh do you think you have bears there i was like oh we don't have bears here sure enough i ran into a bear right down the block from me i'm like thank you sunday (laughs) you know it's like because it was in my subconscious and i'm thinking oh no i said i've never seen one before and sure as enough thank god i was protected because a car came and it was like around midnight. I'm walking around my neighborhood taking pictures of the moon like an idiot, like we're all happy, like ooh, like a big kid. And all of a sudden I see this shadow and I'm like, wow, that doesn't look like a deer shadow. And the, the bear ran right past me and I could see the hair in the back of its striation. <clears throat> but if that car did not come, if mm-hmm. I took 10 more steps, I would have been up to the bear. So I thanked God. So I went to one of my neighbors the next day. I said, "Do we have bears around you?" She's of course we do. She goes, "They're going up and they're showing up on Ring cameras because they're eating the berries off of people's wreaths on their doors." So people are not putting any real life fruits on there or berries on their wreaths now because the bears are going up there and the Ring cameras are great because you get a, you get an up close view of a bear, you know, there. But it's, you know, again, what you think about, you bring about the secret
0: Okay, then tell me this one. Okay, and some people on here will remember this because um, there was two summers ago, we moved into a new place. I love this. And one of the things I do is thank I thank my neighbors people. every day. I'm sure they think I'm crazy because it was like that activity affected my whole neighborhood where i used to live they were and they were like I, I lived there for years and then when i went through my divorce and right 6 months before the divorce all this activity started happening and like the neighbors it was like who are you i don't even know you anymore kind of thing right so when we moved in here and this is my first summer here i'm sitting um in the backyard and when you were saying you know when you're focusing on something else that's when the messages come for me if Uh, I'm a Nighthawk right it's quiet everybody's in bed I usually create I love to make resin pieces or whatever so this summer I decided I never copy people but I thought oh I want to make this it was all the glass and crystals and it was this fire little fire pit if you will and it actually went back to the time of Jesus speaking of Jesus the woman told said to use olive oil to make them light and went into the whole history it was really cool anyways I got out in the backyard it's about 2 AM and I'm sitting there playing on my phone, enjoying the beautiful light and the crystals, right? And all of a sudden I feel something licking my left foot, my, my baby toe and I'm going, aw, oh, isn't that nice, Emmy, my dog's name. And I was gonna say, she's licking me, but I stopped at Emmy, Emmy's not out here. What the heck is licking my foot? I looked oh. down. Little baby skunk ran up and was licking my foot. I launched myself out of that chair because I there oh, my God, look, it's going to spray me, right? Well, I think he was oh. more scared than I was. He, he took off. Kicking out a week later. Same thing. We're outside. It's nighttime. Del pops back inside, and I'm still outside enjoying the moonlight. Like, as we do, we enjoy nature. I love what, I think it's Sunday that said, this nature's got grounding you. Nothing better. True. I'm sitting there. He goes inside. Who sees me from around the corner with that little baby skunk? And he makes a beeline for me. And I'm like plastered in the doorway right like this dude, dude, no, dude, you have to go, dude. Okay? He never heard <laughs> like me, jokes. nothing like that. But you know what I took that as, I and I wasn't really terrified. I love animals. I just didn't want him to spray me. And babies said yeah. apparently don't have the power that their parents do with spray. I looked at that as a message right? An animal message that the fact that this little person, this little skunky dude was showing up twice in less than a week. And yeah, it was a really interesting message and one that I needed to hear, but and, that's what and I was saying. Pay attention by attention by to mm-hmm. and,
1: mm-hmm. and that's beautiful because they're not threatened by you. I get that all the time here with the deer. So then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, you could get bear mace. I'm like, I'm not going to spray a a bear with mace so i looked up online there's like a whistle you can do so i have a whistle and they said to use like bells so i was at the dollar store and i got jingle bells so i'm walking around and by our complex there's lights that go for our south parking lot and then there's a big field but all of the deer know not to come up you know into the light so they stand right mm-hmm. at that line so one day i'm walking and i'm walking around with my bells and they're all stopped, and they're all at the edge and they're looking at me like look at this nut with his with these bells so,
0: and they laughing. were hoping to audition for santa i know <laughs> they're so not ranger
1: but <laughs> I said, there's dancer and prancer and i'm laughing like an idiot i'm like they're looking at me like look at this nut but they know and then there's i'm very fortunate like maybe four or five blocks there's a beautiful um area where you can walk through the woods they have a like a wooden bridge with so i'm there Ooh, and it was super beautiful. cold it was super cold and i had my earmuffs on when i got to the got to the you know the the woods i was going to take them off and my guide said no you want to keep them on because i want you want to feel with your other with your other senses so Mm -hmm. i go i walk all the way through and it takes about 45 minutes to walk through i get to the end Mm -hmm. and then i feel something moving so i look and it's a white-tailed deer so i'm looking and i'm trying to get a picture of it and i hear my guide say something closer is looking at you and i turn around and there is a deer standing like 5 feet away from me it was a different type of deer so i'm like okay mommy don't move i want to take your picture it was like this deer just stood there as i took its picture then i was it's like oh my god you. so so and he just stood there and then i moved and i took another picture then my other cue is from nature when i see cardinals it always my signs for me that God is telling me that things are going right on track. And I saw the Cardinal and I was like, okay, this is great. And I'm trying to take a picture of it. It came right out and sat next to me. I took a picture. I'm like, this was too easy. And then I go to another park, another, and I've never seen a, a Northern bluebird, or uh, Eastern bluebird, they call them. They are gorgeous. They're like blue, like a parrot blue. And I see something go past me. I was like, what was that? So I go to try to take out my camera. And again, comes right next to me and I took a picture and I'm like this is awesome but it's almost like they feel our energy and when you're in that peaceful zen state it's sort of like um it's what they're in all the time so they feel it and they feel the energy and just going through you know through the woods it also I think we at, can communicate
0: uh, with animals. Well, like absolutely. my kids, I never ever I'm gonna try moving closer, you guys. This is driving me crazy. I have a bad back in case you don't know me. So you are gonna see me move around. And I apologize. It's just what I gotta do to get comfortable. Okay. But i I mean my Wi-Fi extender, I could practically reach out and touch it. So it should not be Thank doing this. Me. It's at full strength, you guys. Be so I apologize book. for the breaks. But be I was gonna say, book. my oh, sorry.
1: It says, be free, Brooks. Say, uh, Cardinal, same for me. Good. We're on the same <laughs> yeah, track. Yeah,
0: because I was going to say with my boys, I never crammed this down their throats. Like, I mean, I've always, even when I told my roommate that I've known since I was 16 that I used to live with before I got married in my early 20s, she was not shocked at all. She goes, Laura, every time we lived together, when we lived together for years, you would know stuff and I wouldn't know how you'd know it, but you would, right? So I always had it. So, and I was always very open-minded. And my, my eldest, he's going to be 28. When he was about two and a half or three, he started telling me what our animals were thinking. And to oh, this wow. day, he can communicate with animals. So when you told that deer, like mentally you asked it and you were full yeah. of love, you were open, you were calm, Michael. I would yeah. not doubt for one second that that deer heard you. And you said the Cardinal also posed
1: for the picture? Yeah, And I laughed yeah. because... Even my Mm -hmm. friend said it says it's almost like the deer pose for you. And I said, I, I think it did. You know, then, you know, feeling energy. I'm walking and and across there's a there's a there's a field and a park. And there's a pool. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming around and it's foggy which I love fog. I'm like a big kid. I'm running out there going, oh my God, I'm in London and I'm running around like an idiot. And Do you I'm not looking to the
0: werewolves in London or
1: anything? <laughs> I'm all happy. I'm like a big kid. I'm running around out there. And yeah. all of a sudden I come around and I could feel this energy. And me and this deer are face to face. I didn't realize how tall white-tailed deer are. Like we were like eye to eye. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, mommy, only one of us is going to cross here. So <laughs> we got to make a decision. <laughs> and she just went yeah. point, 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 And she left. And then I go up a little bit further. And I'm taking pictures. And it reminded me of your, your um, skunk story. I that- feel like another energy. And there's a little fox just eating. And then the thing looked at me uh. like, what are you doing here? It was so beautiful. And, you know, so I love living where I live right now. And, um, you know, I love South Florida. That's where I was living for a while. And, but- mm-hmm. I think this is like the perfect space for me right now and I'm making, you know, that that connection with the earth again. Like even growing up on Long Island, I used to go through the through the woods and stuff like that and we had a creek and all that which I loved and it reminds me of doing that, but it's so healing. You know, it's so like if I'm having a bad day or if I'm, you know, I just I just need to get out in the fresh air and you just walk and you come back in the best mood and that, you know, If I could, I would walk barefoot, but it's too cold right now. In Florida, I walk barefoot a lot, you know, especially going to the beach. Okay, did
0: you see that documentary that that was out a few years ago called Earthing? And they're going on and on about how incredible it was. Take your socks and shoes off and get out in nature. It's like, dudes, this has been around for thousands of years. I mean, people were healing diseases and all kinds of stuff because um, I forget who it was. I think it might have been... Hang on, I'm going back here. Be free uh, books. And if it wasn't, I apologize. But um, they were talking about there's basically nothing more grounding and healing than nature. And I have to agree because we were talking a little bit that that's part of the thing about when we're dealing with these gifts, like with anxiety, picking up people's other energy or pain, because I can pick up people's pain going into a room. So I've had to stop, breathe and say, is this mine? First answer I get, usually no then return to sender. And like I say, if you can find it in your heart to attach love or positive energy to it, right, then if it, if the person their higher self says no, not for me, I've yet to meet someone that has, but say they didn't want it, it just I believe it just kind of goes into the ethers and whoever needs it, it they receive. Because even with Reiki, for example, I'll tell a story really quick, Michael, because I do crystal Reiki. I know, Michael, you do the ones with many more or Reiki, you can talk if Not that I'm giving you permission, but about your Reiki. But my point is my eldest son and I, the one that can communicate, both the boys can communicate with animals, but my eldest and I were at the doctor's office and there was this woman just freaking out and screaming like just in a rage at the receptionist and he's such a sweet man he did not deserve that but I always say it's not my job to judge so I kept just I put my hand out very discreetly and I kept tracing the Reiki symbol for healing and for grounding and for positive energy so my son texts me and goes are you sending sending those he knew what the symbols were and I said yeah so he started to do it and it wasn't like I was thinking for people listening that this is what you need. I'm sending it to you. I offered it that energy and because Michael and I had this conversation off air that when we practice Reiki, it's not me. I always say I'm just the mailman or the delivery person. Michael had a better term. I'll finish the story quickly, Michael. Like I said, I can literally hear Michael. It's <laughs> got lots to add and much wisdom, but the, point is that if her higher self didn't want it or need it again that energy would just sort of go into the atmosphere and whomever needs it energy can only be transferred one place to another right it can't be created nor destroyed go ahead
1: michael sorry absolutely and and carrie i I agree you know sometimes our loved one comes in signs of cardinals and and other things butterflies Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll come in dragonflies and things like that too so i totally agree with that yet with reiki you know Whenever I would do Reiki, I started off and and what I mentally say, um, you if you're here to heal, I'm here to help. Do you accept? And that's how I start my sessions. And the thing is, like you said, you're there to offer Reiki. Um, does not Re, Reiki balances? So what happens is, like I say, like I'm like the hose and water's coming through me. I'm the conduit. That was
0: it. I couldn't remember what you and, said. It was so awesome. Yeah.
1: And, and it comes through you, and it goes, and then. When it goes to the person, like I may be at your head and your shoulder's hurting you. It will go to your shoulder. It, it's, it, it has an innate energy and, a, and an innate knowing of where that imbalance is. So we don't have to do nothing. And the great thing about being a Reiki practitioner is we fill ourselves up first with the yes. Reiki, and then we send it out. And, and I told you a, a story that when I was working with Jesus that he was showing me those lights, you know, I said, how come... You know that you know if i'm doing so good and i'm i'm a, trying to be a good person why do people still do bad things to me you know and then we were at a, a retreat with our with our spiritual group and we were in bear mountain it was upstate new york and i was up early um and the mountain they had this like fog with this light and i saw jesus coming down that and he put his hands up like this and he said for me to put my hands down like this <laughs> i don't know if you could see but my hands are going to be like this in a receiving. So what happens is as he's doing that, he shined this light on me and he says, tell me when you can't hold anymore. And I felt like I was, it was filling up. And he said, okay. He said, straighten your arms. And when I straightened my arms, the energy came off of my arms. And he says, sometimes you have to reflect what people are doing. So they see what they're doing. And I was like, wow. So Reiki energy and that energy was the most similar thing to the energy that I experienced with Jesus. Um, I haven't found anything more similar, you know, and I am still searching, but that is the closest thing for me because it is universal life force energy. So what happens is when I would go to Reiki circles and, you know, people sit and then you do Reiki on them. So we would be at, and this happened a lot. I would go to a Reiki circle and people like, Oh no, I want to sit by him. And they're like, but why? All the Reiki is the same. But like, no, his comes out of his arms, too. So they would yeah. feel it because the Reiki would come out of my arms also. And it was, like, wild. And then I'm thinking, okay, Michael, because, you know, you think to yourself, like, is it really? And then for people, and not just in one place, in other places. So people pick up that that energy. And it's all about filling yourself up with the energy and then giving it out. And it's it's been amazing. I love it. I Reiki myself every day in the shower. I Reiki my car. Mm-hmm. Um, I reiki people, if there's stuff on the side of the road, I send them reiki, um, you know, that's what I said, right.
0: You can send it. And when I'm talking about our higher self, when you get into a bit of some people want to call it your subconscious, whatever you want to call it, right. Most of us were taught in school that what we think with every day, right. That we learn our math, you know, um, our math and spelling and what have you, that that's the executive, if you will, right. It's not. This is like this is just the receiving computer, but our subconscious, higher self, whatever it is, is always on. It knows every life we've lived. It knows pretty well everything that's going to be happening now, and it knows into the future. I truly believe, right? So yeah, that's what I was absolutely. talking about. Higher self, go ahead, Michael.
1: Yes, no, and I, I told. You, and it's just like when you meet somebody, there's certain people that you meet that you, like you known them, you know, and and you you get that feeling, or you've gone somewhere. And you're like, I've been here before. This feels too familiar. Um, I was saying, and it was funny because, you know, and everybody thinks heaven, a lot of times people think heaven is up. I mm-hmm. I actually I experienced, I have experienced certain things where I think it's happening right next to us. And mm-hmm. for instance, like um, it, it was wild. I had a friend, He his house was like a museum. Everything was perfect. And there was this spot on the wall and that spot on the wall, I would feel this pull from my heart. And it was on the second floor. So what happens is he's like, what's wrong? Why do you always keep looking there this? I don't know. I keep getting pulled there from my heart. And he's like, and he would go and he would touch the wall. He goes, there's nothing here. And my guides would tell me, one day you'll know what it means. And what happens is- as Don't you, you hate like, when
0: they do that? Like, why can't you well, tell you me now?
1: Just like, fast <laughs> forward. I need, a, I need an easy button. You know? Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. Fast forward button. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm there. And so, I mean, this is years later. He unfortunately got sick and he passed. So what happens is um, when he passed, um, I'll never forget, I was dreaming. We, I was actually in Sedona, Arizona. And it was 1995 when they had the Oklahoma bombing. I was there. Uh, so what okay. is, that. it was Easter. It was Easter week and I'm there and you know um, and all this weird stuff was happening. They had an earthquake in the Grand Canyon. It was snowing in April and all this stuff. So we're there and I had this dream and in the dream I was disoriented at first because I helped him cross by you know being there for him you mm-hmm. know as he went through his journey. So I just wanted to make sure that he was okay and they said well for be you know yeah. for um, you know for, for all that you did, we're going to show you, you know, what, mm-hmm. so what happens is I'm in, I'm in his house, not realizing I'm in his house, in his bedroom, the one that I kept, you know, that, that you I, that I kept spot on the you know, wall. Spot on the wall. So I was disoriented at first. So he said, I want to thank you. I can't repay you for everything that you've done. And I said, well, you don't have to repay me. He says, I just want you to know that I'm here. My family's here. And that to tell my family that, that I'm okay. Um, right. so with this, I wake up and now I'm hiking through the woods, like in real life in in Sedona. I'm all excited. That was where I wanted to go. So I'm there and my guide comes to me, the Joby one. He goes, how'd you like your dream? So I said, oh, it was great. He says, (laughs) so he says, I bet you think logically that it gave you closure, right? So I'm like, yeah, I thought that was what it was about. He said, logically, he goes, if it was logical, you would have entered through the door. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He says to me, you didn't enter through the door. You entered through that spot on the wall. (laughs) I entered from the second floor through that spot on the wall because that's why I was disoriented in the beginning. So I'm like, oh my God, the only other time something similar like that happened, I was in Italy. I went with friends who lived in Italy. So he's very Catholic and he's very, you know, unsure of my gifts. He don't know what it is, but he can't explain it. So he's kind of like, I don't want to comment. So we're going to all these different churches and stuff. And again, me being absorbed into the artwork, we're in this one church and I'm there. And then I was so, you know, into this one piece of art that I hear him off in the distance calling me. And I'm like, oh my doing?" I, I was like, what the heck is he doing all the way over there? He was like, I'm over here. I go walking. And as I'm walking, I feel from in here being pulled up. I felt like I was going to pass out and be pulled up through the well, ceiling. Well,
0: you told me about this. Yes. I remember. Well, so then
1: all of a sudden, he looks at me. He's like, what's wrong? I said, the weirdest thing happened. He goes, you don't look good. I said, I felt like I was being pulled to the ceiling. And he goes, you scare me. And I said, what? He goes, I hate to tell you this, but I kind of try to trick you. He said, the name of this church in Italian means pull your soul closer to God. And it was constructed so that it would pull you to heaven. And he said, oh, the wow. spot. That I made you cross. As soon as you hit that spot, that's when you felt So he goes, I don't know what you have, but you have something. So, but it was also like, and I didn't even know about that. But again, um, the spirit realm is always there. There's energy around us. And it's about, you know, discerning it and figuring it out and sort of seeing those clues. I wish they would be like, and Sophie's here and she's telling you this. You know, um, normally that like- was the
0: biggest shock for me with mediumship and I'm still learning. Yes. And because I, I do speak three languages. I speak French, uh, much better. I don't drink much, but if I have a couple of glasses of wine, much better. <laughs> and Spanish, I get mixed up very closely with French because a little bit of Italian, I can read array a little bit of Portuguese. Cause they all come from the same base language, right? You know, yes. Latin roots. So, um, was with mediumship. Like I'm so clear audience, which for people just hearing that maybe not knowing that is, you hear, and no I don't hear voices. Kind of like how Michael explained it for me with my gift, it's my voice, but I know it's not me because I don't talk that way. Within my head, we all talk to ourselves and it's yes. always meant in love and for your highest good. You, you know the difference. Whereas I know some people who hear different voices. So everybody's unique and different. So like I forget where I was going with that point because I keep getting drawn to this comment, okay. and we're gonna You're back up for a second.
1: Mediumship then. and how like you can't have Aunt Sophie and you can't have her your way. You know, oh, right, same. right, right. I'll add
0: that too. Uh, sorry, yes. guys, that happens. My mind goes a mile a minute here.
1: I got is you.
0: That, <laughs> I thank you, Michael. Is that um, when I started doing mediumship? It was like going to a different country, and then sometimes I always see if their energy is very strong then yeah, I can usually see them. I can hear them. But a lot of times they will still, because it's telepathy, right? How they're communicating. So a lot of times they'll still use symbols. Some use colors, some use a smell, some use touch. Some use all different, they use all your senses. And sometimes they can use all five in a conversation. And then it's up to us as the interpreter to interpret it. And it's not always the way they possibly intended it sometimes right it's yeah. it, there's room for human error
1: absolutely and and for instance they also use your frame of reference and this is what happened a good friend of mine we went through reiki together and we had two reiki masters in this in this one thing where the one woman was a nurse so what happens is we we actually got our certificates we were doing reiki for a while and then we decided to take an art class together it was like an adult education it was like pottery i think it was pottery so we're there and we normally would sit together but we sort of got separated that day and she was talking to this woman and i was talking to these other people and you know we were just you know we just got separated so when i looked at the woman i saw the one of the reiki masters her name is Nancy who was a nurse mm-hmm. so so in my mind, I'm going, oh, that woman must be a nurse. So later on, we're finishing up, we're cleaning up. So we get. I said, oh, she said, I had a really nice time. I said, I met the woman. I said, oh, you mean the nurse? So she's like, yeah. Then she's like, wait a minute. How do you know she's a nurse? And I try to explain to her. She goes, oh, I forgot who I'm speaking to. So I started laughing, you know. And the thing was, they, they showed me her picture, a picture of her. And that to me means, oh, she's a nurse. It's how, and it's almost like you have to develop that communication with them um you know i have or a one- dictionary
0: it's almost like a dictionary like if you yeah. said to your guides and they will hear you that every time i see brown sugar it means i don't know whatever every time i see a ladybug i'm just using anything i'm yeah. pulling out of the air but if you let them know that that's what it means for you i find it works best if you're in more of a meditative state but the thing is they want to help you succeed they're here right they're here to help you. Like I keep saying, well, we're not here by accident. This is driving me crazy. I got to go back to this and we got to read this comment. It's back when when we were talking about um, energy and stuff. Of course, we've talked about that mostly, but it was Elizabeth Gates, Reiki, that's why. She said, I send it whenever I see an ambulance go by also. I wanted to pick up on that for a minute because I had never thought about this. Not, these are the things we learn in school or, or growing up usually. So you could send Reiki, but say you don't know how to do Reiki and this always resonated with me, I taught this to both my children, is whenever I hear an ambulance or a police car or whatever it is, now, whether you believe in a prayer, or you just want to put it out into the universe, whatever your belief system is, I always ask for angels to be by their side to relieve their pain to relieve any fear. And God forbid that they're they're leaving this realm, they're going back home, as I call it, but it's a peaceful, easy transition. But either way that they're protected, they're loved, and they're guided, basically. And I love what she added there. I didn't know if you wanted to add something to that, Michael, but I, you know, because that's usually when we're scared and whatever, right? If an ambulance is coming, we're going to be afraid or something's going down. Absolutely.
1: And you know, it's all love. It goes back to love, unconditional love. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, even if you don't know Reiki, Again, having those good intentions and and that positive energy. It's just like when, like you said earlier, you could go into a room and you could feel if there was an argument there before because that negative energy is heavy and mm-hmm. it's sitting there. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is that, you know, when you send that love and light, it goes to mm-hmm. where it needs to go. And there's mm-hmm. no wrong or right way. When you have love in your heart, you know, it goes to exactly where it is. I've also worked with the Akashic Records. And it's funny because you ask questions, yeah. and, uh, and I and and you know I remember you saying that. And for me, it was weird. One of my master guides I didn't realize was getting me into the Akashic records without doing the whole ritual prayer and all this stuff. And- okay, but that
0: goes back. I got to cut you off for just one sec. Okay, that because yeah. I realized after I took these courses too, and I appreciate that I took them. That I've been going into the records my whole life. So because Isn't we've that been wild. Problems- Okay, so we've been taught, right, that you have to say the special prayer, and you have to get into your heart yeah. space, you have to do all this stuff. But then it goes back to what I think Spirit gave me, and I had to throw it in here. What yes. we perceive becomes what we believe, and it becomes our reality. So if we believe yeah. that that's what we need to do, it yeah. becomes our reality. Whereas I didn't mean to cut you off. Please continue. No, no, but, but, that, it's, it's but I think bit. that's important for people to understand that yes, we all need to learn a way to do something if it doesn't come naturally. But take what resonates with you and leave the rest. It's not. A, I don't think it's being disrespectful, but what we believe no right or wrong becomes way. our reality. Go ahead,
1: Michael. Sorry, there's no right or wrong way, and, and, and yes. that's exactly my point too. Is and some people need that structure, and you may need that structure in the beginning, but then you may develop your own ways and and trust that because you're being intuitively guided. So you know, we're always, we're always to ask good questions. And that's where, you know, that's where a lot of the work that I do, even with my life coaching is about asking questions. So I would ask, and every time I would ask this, I would get the same answer. What do I need to know in moving forward? And they would say, you are loved beyond measure. And when they would say that, you could feel this wave of love that would make you want to cry. And it would sort of be like, and it was just so empowering. And then And basically, that's all we really do need to know. And then everything else is icing. You know, we are love beyond measure. And, you know, and that feeling and that knowing it and that deep sense of, wow, you know, I feel it. um, That opens you up to all the possibilities. When the angels would come to me, they would talk about hope a lot. They would talk about the oneness and they would talk about hope. So I said, why do you keep talking about hope? And they said, we call you the bringer of hope. And without hope, there'd be no reason to move forward. And I was like, "Wow!" So um, even when I did Reiki, they would call—they would call them the bringers of light and the bringer of hope. They went our group, and they and and they would give give me messages for the group, and it was really kind of powerful. And you know, it was just so beautiful because then I'm thinking, you know, here I am, an ordinary guy from Brooklyn, and I'm like, I'm the bringer of hope because I kept saying, why, "Why do they keep talking about hope?" That's what we call you. And then I'll never forget—they said, "God." They said, we have molded you in a way that you could walk through many different types of people and go unnoticed. And then I said, wow, do so, you know, I could be hanging out with my Jewish friends and they keep saying, oh, my God, I forgot you're not Jewish. Or my black friends are like, I can't forget it. You know, they don't see a difference because we're all on a soul level. And living in New York, I was very fortunate. I got to experience many different diverse um, nationalities and cultures. And it was just beautiful because it really enriched who I am and who who my family is. And working in research, I told you this story, we would get different research fellows from around the world. So Mm -hmm. one day I'm looking in the mirror and I kept seeing this Asian man. I'm thinking, why do I keep seeing an Asian man looking back at me? And I'm thinking, this is kind of weird, but it was like a strong connection. And I was like, this is bizarre. A couple of months later, one of the... um, the, one of the doctors that i was working with he says, oh we're getting a new we're getting a new um fellow coming in sure enough it was this it was the asian man the one that i would see in the mirror and i was like and i'm looking at him he's looking at me and I'm, and he he wrote english really well but he couldn't speak it well so what happened was he was asking for things and nobody knew what he wanted so i asked i said i asked you know with my heart what does he need and i would bring it to him so one day he says to me he goes, I told my wife, Michael knows Chinese. So I said, he goes, How do you know Chinese? So I'm like, I know. He goes, But how? He goes, I know I was asking in Chinese for the thing. And you would, everybody would look at me. I was crazy. And you brought me what I needed. How did you know? I said, I asked for what was in your heart and for me to bring it to you. So then he said to me, I knew you before I knew you. And I said, What do you mean? Because I used to see you in the mirror. He saw me too before he came. It was the wildest thing. And then my one guide is very jovial. And when my guide would be all charged up and he would be laughing. He would get in trouble for something, he'd be laughing. And the big doctor would be like the doctor in charge. I can't even get mad at him. He's laughing at me. And I would start Mm -hmm. laughing. And then it was around Christmas. And he says to me, You know, we don't give Christmas presents. He goes, but I want to give you something. And he gave me a scroll um, with, you know, with words in Chinese on it. So he was, I said, no, I'm going to tell you what my guides are telling you. It says, live live a simple life and, and you'll have a happy life. He goes, that's exactly what it says. How do you know that? But again, just listening. I was in shock too, because it just came to me. And the other thing. Okay, that-
0: but, okay. so what you just said there, right? And people may be hearing this going, and I love what Dave Petrella said. Take the best, leave the rest. That's right. And I want to yeah. answer b Free's book and uh, question in just a minute. but. um. Like you're you what you were interpreting this with, though, right, like you said, bring me what's in their heart, you're coming from a pure space and of love. But as human beings, because we've never been raised with things like most of us anyways, with meditation and with trusting that inner guidance that your body will speak to you if you could clear your mind. Pain is one I think is when our body is screaming at us. But I mean, our body will will speak to us especially with a lot of the healing energy stuff that I do and, and it will. And, you know, if they could just hear, right. And the same thing though, with the message where I'm going with this, with this gentleman, you were coming from a place of love. And I also think with telepathy that it's almost like a different kind of communication. I know it is, but what I'm trying to say is there are no language barriers. There are no, different languages or anything and it's knowing and learning to trust what we receive because i will bet that many of you and there's a few people i've seen here that have been working on their spiritual gifts in the chat that as you, you learn to trust yourself, you're going to realize, looking back, that you had the answer so many times, but because of logic or disbelief or talking yourself out of it by saying it was my imagination, or sometimes you'll hear that's the ego part. But the point is, I, I believe as human beings, we're, we're very, very gifted. What's your thoughts?
1: Oh, absolutely, and the thing is, like even scientifically, they only know what part of our brain does. You know, They don't even know what yeah. everything does, and God just doesn't put that in for filler. There's reasons for it, we just don't know about it. And the thing is, I, I believe when we pray, we ask God for things, when we meditate, we listen. And why would we ever ask for anything if we did not um, take time to listen? And I mm-hmm. believe that when we drop down into our heart space, it connects us to all that is. It connects us to our own inner wisdom that connects us mm-hmm. to everything. Yes. And in the life coaching that I do, that's what I teach people to do, to drop down into their heart space and ask and trust. And again, you don't, like you said earlier, you don't have to be perfect. Nothing is perfect because perfect is not real. And guess what? If you're perfect, there's only one way from there and that's down. And I said, I don't want to go down. I want to keep going up. You know. Plus
0: you don't learn. When things are perfect, when things are status quo or whatever, we don't learn and we're here to learn. I want to answer uh, Be Free Books question if I can here, Michael. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Besides protecting yourself with the white light, how do you avoid a negative entity coming forth with a message? Now, there's something that really hit me over the head. Maybe spirit knew this question was going to come up and it was a couple of weeks ago and it was researching a little bit for somebody going through a paranormal um experience and then i realized that sometimes and they were talking more about what we would call a trick trickster spirit that sometimes they bring a message too and sometimes they're bringing forth what we put what you might call back in the shadow something we don't want to deal with, or we've tucked it away because we don't want to deal with it. And again, there's much more to it. We don't have enough time to get into the depth of it. Michael, and I could probably do a whole show about this. But my point is that sometimes there is a message with what's showing up. For example, the stuff we went through in our own home, there was four main spirits there. But looking back, there were some messages in there for us. Uh, mainly, it was up to us to recognize what this was. And that we had to deal with this ourselves and get rid of it. Everybody I was looking for to help us to give us answers. It never seemed to work out. It was because it was meant for us with the messages that were within to decode it and understand. And a lot of it was in the shadow that we didn't want to deal with. So that's what I was going to answer with that. that. Um, I, I, is there something you want to add besides a white light yeah. or what?
1: Uh, I Actually, I use sage. I use different types of incense and smudge. The other thing is. A lot of times too is we're vulnerable when we're sleeping. So I get a bowl of water and I have one. Okay. Here. Cause
0: she said, how do you avoid a negative entity coming forth with message? Like with a message, that's the way I took you it. tell them
1: that you only come from love and light and, and tell them that, you know, anything that is not of love and light is not accepted here. And you stand firm <laughs> in that. You set those boundaries. Remember you're the physical realm, things like this. And this is another thing where I have, it's a water glass. And what happens is just like you clean your body with water, mind and spirit. And it's just not for negative energy, but it's if you're having a bad day or whatever. Like, you know, um, I was rushing around. So I have that there. So it absorbs any energy that's not conducive to having clear connection or pure connection. So things like that. I think um, this so- is
0: helpful, though, Michael, because people do need to hear this. Uh, yeah. Sage, you said and I didn't mean to stop you because I just wanted to make sure I interpreted that properly. Because yeah. the one yeah, thing white I i want to ask you a question and i didn't ask you this when we were off air on friday but I have learned to, uh, besides everybody in my house hates sage, and I'm actually allergic to the herb itself, oh. like to eat it. But yes. my point is I use Palo Santo. Palo Santo, my- that's
1: another one of my favorites, or frankincense. Well, I
0: like it, though, because I believe that it removes the negative, but it keeps the positive intact. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. What do you think about I that? totally
1: agree. That's one of my okay. other favorite ones I use is Palo Santo. Again, it comes from the holy tree. Um, and it's just soothing. For me, it's soothing. It reminds me, it, it gives me the same feeling of when, I, when I'm when i around frankincense being raised. I was seeing
0: if I had it here. I don't have it here. I think I've got it on the dresser. Sandalwood.
1: Sandalwood is another yes. favorite. Sweet mm-hmm. grass I use a lot. Um. Also from the Native American type of energy. It's just what makes you feel comfortable. Some people like lavender, prairie sage. This prairie sage is my favorite. That's awesome too. And it's what you connect with, okay? Um. Again, the sage, what... The way I look at it is this the white sage actually um sort of neutralizes the energy, and then you put something else in there, like either the frankincense, like I'll use the white sage and Palo Santo or Frankincense or sandalwood, and I'll just put an it's like another layer. So the sage I look at is it's sort of um sort of neutralizing the area, and then you put positive energy in there, and it could even be putting positive light in there also doesn't have to be another sit- in well, you another- can bless
0: your water and Absolutely. that's not coming from a religious thing right because dr emoto you can look up his research with water from japan yeah. water that was you know low vibrational words hate yeah. things like that were were said to water versus love i love you and positive and he looked at it underneath the microscope i know you knew this michael but for people that may not and that works. So, no, you don't have to get down on your hands and knees and pray. But there's a reason why, looking back now, why people pray over their food, right? And you don't have to pray. Just say something positive and full of love and whatever, right?
1: Yeah. And there's also, you know, there's other things like, you know, I try to give back. Um, I also belong to the uh, National uh, Spiritualistic Church, the Temple of Metaphysical Science. You could find me there on Sundays. Um and actually, it's free. I'm I'm going to give you the um the uh, website. It's www.tmsil.org. That's tmsil.org. Okay. That is that is they have a they have a service. They have mediumship, and it's free. Um, and it's a national spiritualist church. I'm there most Sundays from ten to ten thirty to twelve. And then I also do Reiki, um, and that's also online. It's on Zoom, and that's the um, Divine Love Institute. So I want to make sure that I give them a plug, too, because they provide such a good service for everyone. Um, well, and it's we'll great. add
0: their addresses, Michael, because on the end of the um... – the banner plus we'll make sure yes. to uh, i'll mention them right at, we're almost out of time anyway i but know it went so quick <laughs> i told you that was gonna happen i said guys i'm gonna have to have michael back because there's so many things him and i didn't even touch on but um i'll add those to the banner at the bottom because i put where to get a hold of you we, well we've oh, got let's see we got about three four minutes left Wait, no, yeah, yeah probably about four or five minutes left and then we'll be wrapping things up already
1: (laughs) i just want to i want to thank you laura lee for inviting me and this is a wonderful platform and thank you for holding this space it's so important for you and people like you to have this because you know where do we go we're having this we're sitting in our homes especially during covid everyone felt Mm -hmm. isolated You know and guess what you may be living in a haunted house and now you're there full time you know so it's like uh oh um so but just to have this to have your other other shows um you know and i've been looking through them they're they're wonderful and they're wealth of knowledge we don't have to do this on our own and i just Mm -hmm. i'm so grateful for like-minded people so i feel grateful and blessed to be well i'm great
0: michael and i connected and we probably have known each other for thousands of years i'm sure when you (laughs) meet people like that and you just like connect right away thank you be free books they've typed it in the chat um elizabeth i I realized when i saw your name i have to give her a quick shout out i was supposed to message her this weekend and i lost i don't even know where the weekend went well you know what i'm just going to be honest with you guys i you know those of you that know me i'm doing um i can't even talk tonight my brain's not even working i'm doing resin work and a spiritual line i have like over 200 Um, molds but I also make like t-shirts and that's when I do my meditation when I'm creating well Michael knows this because I told him uh, when I was going out but I got my um, t-shirt press because I'm getting into some it's called sublimation and stuff so that's where I was setting it up and getting all that stuff but I haven't forgotten I wanted to let you guys know so let's read a few more messages here and then I'll give you a chance Michael because we have lots to talk about Michael and I gosh you wouldn't well? The, actually, they probably would want to be a fly in the wall when we're talking off air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we go nonstop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Gates says, thank you. Both loved it. Love and late to everyone. And yeah. right back at you, Zach. And I'm so glad to see you, Zach. I know you're super busy. So I'm so glad you're able to pop by because he's been a big supporter. He's filled in when I've had a guest because I've been on the net, this network in particular for almost four years. He's filled in. Um, so he says, great show today. Thank you, Michael, for joining us today. Have a good night, yeah. everybody. Michelle, I didn't call you out. She's over in Australia. She said, hang on. Yay. I went too far um she said blessed we are and be free thank you so much great podcast god bless thank you i should remind you too as i'm reading these please share um the show with anybody you know there's replays always wherever talk radio or podcasts are carried uh the video is on roku and i said at the beginning of the show i should say it at the end If you're on Roku, sign into your uh, account, you're going to go to the channel store, look up UFO space, P as in Peter, like you're going to type paranormal, there'll be a few that will come up, but ours will come up under UFO paranormal, and I believe it's like a forward slash United public because we go by both those names, because we have so many different shows here on the network, there's something for everybody, plus we have syndicated shows, there's something playing 24 hours a day here.
1: You just went mute. You went mute. Did I am oh yeah? Now you're back. back.
0: My I swear to god, the reason why I'm looking all over you guys, I've had my kid in here looking for his cat. My computer's it's crazy here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Madhouse. Um Lorraine Hatcher, she's from Australia. She's had fascinating chat. Uh Let's see. And everybody's sending all kinds of rainbows and whatever. So Michael, where can they find you? Let's give them all the addresses um, well, that you were starting to mention.
1: Okay. Well, we have um, Felicity, uh, a daily dose of happy on Facebook. That's my page, or you can reach out to me as Michael De Blasi, Um, just like it's spelled here. And um, I will friend you and I will put you with, with my page. The other thing is the temple of metaphysical science on Sundays. Um, again, Thank you for putting that in the chat. That's at 1030. That's also free. It's a Zoom call. Um, also, um, Divine uh, Love Institute. That's on Saturdays at 10, 10 a.m., 10 to 11. And it's a meditation and everyone shares at the end. If you would like to share, um, Reiki is given and comes through the comes through the, the screen just like this. And it's it's beautiful. And it's a nice community. They're good-hearted people. And they're like family. I mean, they're they are family to me. So I'm really blessed and I'm giving back, I'm also receiving and it's just nice to be around like-minded people.
0: We got plenty of people here. Yeah, we've got plenty of people here like that. Uh, Carrie says, thank you. Great show. Love to you both. Thank you. Right back at you. you. Shannon says, awesome show. Thank you. We're going to have Michael back, you guys, because we barely scratched the surface, like barely. And I told him before he came (laughs) on, I said, Michael, I'm going to end up having you back quite a few times. I already... No, because I, I love to love talk Michael likes to talk but he's got so much wisdom you should see it we didn't get into some of the channeled messages he said he's channeled like i'm telling you guys are going to love him i know i'm going to have back on <laughs> if you say right. yes i know you're going to say Absolute, yes right
1: absolutely. no pressure <laughs> nope so if you- i'm okay, here ahead,
0: um, what I do want to add, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash angel rock. Again, I've got two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for from- all things paranormal, and then the Angel Rocker Tribe for many of the things we talked about this evening. You guys, I forgot to mention. How could I forget to mention? I will be back in our new time, permanent time, with my second show here on United Public Radio Network, also known as UFO Paranormal Radio Network, Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Standard Time with my amazing co-host David Hansel. He's a spiritual medium. Uh, has a near-death experience, and it's called the thing at the foot of the bed. And we talk about many of the topics actually that that uh, Michael and I talked about tonight. And uh, we have the unpredictable, predictable reading, where somewhere during that two-hour period, if something lights up for us, or you've said something, or maybe you've got a question, we will give you a reading from spirit. One question reading. So be sure to tune in for that. Now, I wanted to remember I wrote this down so I had the right name down because she's got a little bit of a longer name on the Angel Rock. Same time, same space next week. And this is somebody I've been trying to have on for a long time. Barbara Cosi Bartolome. I hope I said that properly. Please forgive me, Barbara. Now, she is the director and founder of the International Near Death Society. Um, basically the organization, the Global uh, Organization for Near Death. As you guys know, if you follow the show, I have studied near-death experiences for 40 years professionally and personally. also believe I have had an experience as a toddler. So that is going to be a fascinating guest. So you make sure you want to tune in. Anyways, Michael, thank you for being here. Love you so one much.
1: Quick, one quick thing, mentor mike 2021 at yahoo.com. If you're interested in developing and spiritual coaching i'll be more than happy to help
0: i'm glad because i was gonna say michael yeah how can they get a hold of you if they maybe they want to book a reading or something so is that the way to do it
1: yeah mentor mike 2021 at at, yahoo.com that would be the easiest way thank you so much this has been wonderful and i will definitely be back I, I awesome to and thank
0: be- you for your group you brought over here You're a great group of people all of you thank, thank you. you for your interaction and comments and we love when you do that you know i love involving you with that so thank you so i send you all so much love and light so good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you might be and we'll see you same time same space actually on thursday and then monday again next week see you soon Take have care. a good one
1: Bye everyone.